Geek Shock. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, bum bum bum, got any grapes? Is there a barking spider in here? (laughs) Definitely a barking spider, but there's also some echo going on. Can I get you a glass? (laughs) Somebody stepped on a duck. (laughs) (laughs) At least I didn't rape it. Oh, welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock wait, number wait, three. Wait, wait, wait. Twelve. What, what, what? What, what, what the fuck are you talking about, Andy? You think it's better to step on it? I guess maybe it is. <laughs> well, you know how ducks well, are. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. Ducks themselves are rapey. Yes. Yeah. So Damn as it. I was saying, Geek Shock number three, one, two. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. I am the famous <laughs> Paul. Maybe. I, I'm confused about this duck. <laughs> <laughs> We're just letting it, Jeff, letting it run around. I'm not confused about the duck. You're Commander K, no duck fucking allowed. <laughs> Fact check, Tandy. We're here was, to talk Weekend Geek and find the duck. The duck Apparently. was purely hypothetical. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I heard it. <laughs> Schrodinger's duck. Schrodinger's <laughs> duck. <laughs> is it raping or is it not raping? Or is uh, it both at the same time? This <laughs> duck brought to you by Memphis Barbecue. Oh, yes. I'm sure it'll be making its appearance throughout the show. <laughs> Well, you drink a gallon of iced tea while you're having Memphis barbecue. It's it's one or the other. Oh, I'm sure the duck is about the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the tea. I pity the fool that don't quack right. <laughs> Gentlemen, good to see you. Good yeah. to be back. Thank you, everybody out there yep. for listening. Good yes. to be seen. Good to have you in the in the group. What did you do this week, gentlemen? What didn't we do? Yeah. Well, you don't lay it on me. I finish up Alan Wake. Were you, oh, yeah? were you happy with that? I was not. I didn't like the ending. Yeah. No? No. It, it, seems was, it was a lot of fun, but I didn't like the ending. Did you get the add-on version that had the I haven't addendum? Yet. I haven't got the addendum stuff that's, yet. That's to help address some of that, I yeah. think. But uh, still a good game, but yeah, you're right. The ending has... You're not the, Let's just say you're not the first person okay. to have issues with the ending. Okay. But I did enjoy it. It was a time well spent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alan Wake. I'm going to pass it on to Kay and make him get suffer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to let him borrow it? Yeah. Or just have it? <laughs> Could be either way. Alan Wake, what is that? It's the video game I was telling you. It's like you're playing Stephen King. Mm. Yeah, you'll probably like it. So, recovering alcoholic writing bestsellers? Don't forget the, <laughs> don't forget the blow. Pretty much, yeah. You get blown? Well, I'm you are Stephen Andy's King. I'm given up this wait, game. Wait, wait, there's, uh, this might be in the additional content. I'm going to have to play that. <laughs> Downloadable content. It'd Achievement not unlocked, apparently. <laughs> you see, no one has figured out that that is the key to microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> what else you do this week, gentlemen? Look at this. Paul is, is going into a meat coma. I'm meat trying to think coma. of what I did. <laughs> It's, I had two days off. You had two days off, man. Oh, my I, uh, God. I cleaned up the house a little bit, straightened up my room and stuff, reorganized things. But what did you watch over your belly? Um, <laughs> I watched... What did I watch? Um, I watched some of the new uh, With Bob and David, which is oh, exceptional. Oh, that came out? It's Shit. so goddamn good. I gotta see it. You'll lose your mind. Oh. It's really, really funny. I'm only three episodes in, and I'm just like, oh, boy. There's, only, they, there's six, they, right? I think so. Yeah, they they picked it up right where they left off. I mean, it's just it's so good. It's biting. It's strong. It's it's excellent. Everything I want it to be. It's mm. excellent. It's important. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, so far, of the three episodes I've seen, there's been one not so great sketch. And the rest are wow. all really good. Yep. 
They're really good. I mean, you're you're gonna have the occasional clunker. Let me guess sure. the the New Year's resolutions one. Is that they the one? That was no, designed? that's a good one. I I I was I was lukewarm on that one. It, it was it was amusing, but uh, I thought maybe that was the one you were referencing. That was not so good. Paul, how many episodes of, of did you get into Gotham before you decided it was the Antichrist? Uh, I watched like a good 10, 15 minutes of oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> you you were so sore on, was right there. on episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All I needed. How could you go 15 episodes and not? All I needed was that exchange when they walk into the room and go, hey, we're the, we're the gruff detectives and you're the plucky new one. I'm like, and I'm the man turning this bullshit off. Oh. <laughs> I just, I could write better than that in the third fucking grade. I don't want to be talked down to. I don't need to. There's a place for uh, TV for slow people, obviously. <laughs> and Gotham is filling the void amply. I just have no desire for it. Oh, my it. God. Slow TV. TM. We got to make that channel, guys. SLO. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, every, almost every fucking channel is that channel. But we're calling it out for what it is. You got to watch Adam ruins everything. Uh, you got it. I will, I will. Adam Apparently. ruins everything is is the penultimate television show right now. All right, I haven't seen it. Well, I'm excited I've, to. I've watched a few episodes of Gotham, and uh, I, I was expecting fifteen. I was expecting to be awful, and it's 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 adequate. It's fine. It's good. It's, it starts off. Like, what is like, wrong with no, you people? Like, like most of these Taking shows. In adequacy and reveling in it look for the unbelievable the unattainable the exceptional seek out the rare seek out the inspired we're, don't settle for this dreck we're comic book lovers sometimes we don't get a choice yeah oh <laughs> what are you talking about i am marking <laughs> i'll drop a book like a hot rock if it comes up short two months in a row I, i'm i'm uh, marking time until jessica jones <laughs> what a who i'm marking time until jessica jones comes which out. comes Marf. out this Friday. Yeah. Marf? Yeah. Marf? Yeah. You don't think Jessica Jones is going to be good? No, I think it's going to be great. No, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you're just... You're just well, I'm just still like, releasing. there's other things you can fill your time you're with besides Gotham. Oh, God. Or God Green Ham. Arrow. <laughs> All this stuff is fine to watch when you're sleeping, but... <laughs> no. If you're actually consciously taking it in, it's doing real damage to your brain. <laughs> Uh, it's hurting Andy, your it's hurting your story the sec, process. The second half of Gotham is actually pretty good. The I, first I, season. I'm enjoying the I'm, I'm maybe ten, <laughs> 10 episodes in. Yeah. Once you should get that far, you're good. Yeah. But but yeah, the first half of it's pretty rough. They're still they're like all first season, they're finding themselves. Right. And making mistakes and learning from them. Except Firefly. So boom. True. <laughs> which yeah, you, but which never saved it. Yeah. No. Boom on you. No. Good stuff won't last, guys. Good stuff won't last. Then what's the point? There is none. <laughs> you haven't figured this shit out. But don't go watching terrible shit. Wait, if there's know. no point. The I'm of, gonna watch terrible shit. Yeah. The part of Paul is being played by the ultimate nihilist today. <laughs> done with. It's it, all doomed. Oh, there's dude, no well, point. I, we turned a corner here this week in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> Not for the good either. Nope. Nope. But it's uh. Not so bad as Gotham. <laughs> Your f- ow! No, no, Gotham's actually the second season. Although, once again, made a few steps back. Oh, did it? I mm-hmm. haven't caught up on. I'm about three or three episodes prior to where it's at, but it makes me. Ugh. There's there's a few characters of Gotham that I just don't like. 
I think they're poorly written and ah. they're frankly poorly acted. I would say there's some characters you're not supposed to like, but okay, if they're poorly no, written, poorly acted, yeah. that's different. I'm all right with not liking a character, mm-hmm. but to have it just be ill-conceived and not well done, that's... It's that shit like, hey, I'm the Joker Riddler. <laughs> What's up? I will say what they did with yeah, the whole was... Joker story, which is the second half of first season and a little bit of second. Ooh. Amazing. Okay. What they did with that. Amazing. Yeah, I just expected it to be absolute direct from Paul's uh, description of it. And it's well, like, it, it does it's... help to lower your yeah. <laughs> expectations. Yeah, it's, it's the Hudson Hawk Lowered effect. expectations. <laughs> Turds. <laughs> We and of are course, the reason television and of course, is so uh, terrible. Officer Mackey is now in charge of Gotham Central, so it does help. <laughs> okay. There you go. See? So. Oh, Vince Mackey, not... Uh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You threw me there for a second. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Riddler's coming. He posted a real weird clue now, okay? Okay, we don't know what it means, okay? I don't know. I don't want to know what it means. But Michael Chiklis is in pure Chiklis form. Chickless is in it. Yeah, season two he joins up. Ooh, what's um Chickless the mark of quality? Firefly. What's her name's in it? He, um, I mean, I love the Shield. Shield's amazing. I love the Shield. Firefly. Shield's yeah. one of my favorite shows of all time. Which one? Shield's up there for Jewel me too. State. Shield's Marina amazing. Oh, we got two conversations going. <laughs> We're having a real conversation over here. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not indulging in this in this hate fest. Yeah. Uh, now this Man. was Chickless love right there. You just missed. Oh, sorry. We were giving Marina love. Oh yeah, Marina Sirtis. No, Baccarin. Oh, oh, no, oh! No, uh, this Morena. that finally jogged my brain. Oh, okay. Woo! I watched uh, Electric Boogaloo. Oh no! Uh, you mean Breaking Two? No. Oh. Electric Boogaloo, the documentary on uh, Golan Globus's company, oh. Canon Pictures. Oh, fun! Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Hmm. Really good. A little bit long. Could have been about forty minutes less uh, time on that thing, but. Holy God, we almost lost Ooh. it all. Wow. <laughs> we that almost had an Andy moment podcast. on the board. You enough. guys almost heard the end of the whole podcast. <laughs> Beer almost spilled on the whole thing. Uh, welcome to Geek Show. <laughs> Never back for years. <laughs> 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 uh, keep circulating the old episodes. <laughs> 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 Why did everyone um, sound like Mumra now? Oh my god! <laughs> we, uh, what are you talking about? We, uh, <laughs> it's great. They, you know, they they financed the Drek, and they just ended up basically like pyramid scheming their whole fucking studio, and eventually, people believe their hype, and they had a few big hits, and they made some crazy loot. What was some of the big hits? Uh, Breaking was a huge one for them. Um, the uh, Delta Force, the first Delta Force was right. big. Barry Boswick. Uh, and they had a few... Uh, what? Barry Boswick? That's Mega no, Force. Oh, oh, dang. <laughs> no, no. Barry, Barry Boswick was canon. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> canon was most of the... Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see Barry Boswick in a Chuck Norris movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was going to say canon was most of the Chuck Norris pictures. That's what it became towards the end there. Um I didn't realize how many, though, of my favorite fucking movies. Uh, Return of the... Ni- Revenge of the Ninja, rather. Oh, that one. Shokasugi's yeah. Revenge of the Ninja. 
I fucking love that movie. Give it a whiplash with your love of these this trashed kung fu movies and your hatred of Gotham. It's trash. It's a it's a two hour boobs and trash movie. I can't imagine this. It's a two hour boobs and trash movie, but knows what it is, and then you're in and done. Right? You're not sitting around for fucking five weeks to wait for something interesting to happen. Interesting shit happens. And it's just really fun to hear the story <laughs> and and how they went back and reshot stuff. Just forget about it. It's so funny. But those guys were bananas. Is that on Netflix? I don't think so. Uh, but I found it for five bucks at Walmart. Uh, the, I can't uh, believe Walmart even carried it. There's made boobs is in it. It probably was a mistake. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they, they probably thought it was uh, breaking too. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody, yeah. Somebody high yeah, up went yeah. like, oh, I remember that. That's a great old 80s picture. Did Slap five dollars on it. Put five it on bucks, the shelf. man. I grabbed that motherfucker. It's good. It's got a bunch of trailers for the movies, which are oh, astounding. Brilliant. At the end, to watch the trailers, astounding, astounding, historically astounding. astounding. I was, I was, I thought he was going for hysterical, and then he said astounding. They are hysterical and astounding. They will blow your shit. Uh, the stuff they got away with, they really pushed and changed movie making for the better and the worse. They increased budgets on pictures. They're the ones that made these things so much money. Made these things cost so much money. They're the ones that really did that. And uh, they were the Jaws? first. It's all about nope. It's all about Boswick's hair. They got to make it look good. They were the first to 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 give crazy deals to suit to stars. This, the deals they did with Stallone were just astronomical and ridiculous. And did like, they do Cobra? They did. They did um, over the top, which is just like <laughs> wow, what yeah, a piece of one. shit. And they and wow. they really thought they Meet were gonna be halfway. Yeah, they really thought they were gonna conquer with that thing and across the sky. It's garbage. Yeah. So many garbage movies. Um, but Good just Lord. they did not stop hustling all day long. Really funny well, sometimes story. Sometimes that's that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. For better or worse, that's Hollywood. No, thank you. Oh, I love uh, that show. But they uh <laughs> they fucking uh <laughs> They had this part where they were doing this movie about this kid's book from Israel with this kid and this monkey, right? Because there were two Israelis. I'm dudes. sold. They, they, you know, and Paul was sold. Yeah. So they're they're talking, and they and bring a, in a buddy picture between a kid and a monkey across yep. Israel. I'm in. Oh, not in Israel. <laughs> in the jungle. In the oh, jungle. I'm, I'm out. I don't know. I don't know where it was set. I haven't seen they're this fucking movie. I can't even remember the title Tel of the movie. Aviv. The movie got made. The movie got they made. They go through the jungle. Although, but they talk about they talk about uh, uh, Golan, who's just crazy. Golan Globus. Yeah, Golan was uh, just fucking crazy. Globus, Globus was the calm. He was the he was the he was the business side. <laughs> hey man, mystery science theater fans, you know those names, Golden Globus. They're featured on quite they, a few. They of those made episodes. some yeah. great movies that are terrible. But yes, they um, did. so Golan was the loose cannon. Yep. No, Golan. <laughs> yeah, yes, Globus was the calm one. So they uh, highbrow humor. <laughs> they're making this. They're making this monkey movie. Oh yes, please back to the monkey movie and uh, Clyde. Mm-hmm. From any which way but loose, big star. He was hot at yes. that time. Yes, sure. they bring him in for a reading at a meeting, right? <laughs> a reading, basically, right? This isn't the movie. This is this is the before the movie happens. <laughs> okay, quite not feeling. They bring role. in Clyde. Quite banana, right? They bring him in and they start and 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 Golan's there and he's like, okay, so we're gonna have the kid, and then uh, 
we have the monkey, which is you, Clive. And then like, he's like straight up talking to the monkey. And he's like, and then what's going to happen is you're going to be like friends. And then you, at this one point, you're going to be going on the boat. The kid goes on the boat and you have to stay behind, right? And you're going to look at him with this sadness. Look, give me the sadness. Like he's talking to the fucking monkey. Yeah. Like straight up like this monkey knows what I'm fucking saying. And the, the other people in the room are just like... Because <laughs> you couldn't say anything he's the fucking boss But it's just Anyway This movie goes forward They don't use Clyde They use a, a short guy in a monkey outfit Oh boy That'll get the union in arms Dude it's the scariest craziest <laughs> shit you've ever seen It looks terrible I've got to find it Monkey or ape? Ooh. He's a monkey He's a monkey okay Yeah It's so bad looking And dumb It's so dumb but Anyway, that's just one of many tales. They... I think it's on Amazon Prime uh, streaming. Ooh, oh, that'd be great. Well, I do know they have Rewind This, which is about just the general VHS history and right. the people who still collect and revere VHS. No, but I think a great documentary, talking. by you the know, way. Rewind I mean, This. I noticed the uh, the uh, watch that now. The trash pit, the the pulling the ET things out of the trash. What the hell was that movie called? Pulling, pulling ET, out of the ET trash. things out of the trash. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the uh, game that's over. The Atari game, game over. over yeah. Oh, pulling the ET, <laughs> the cartridges. Good God, Paul's going to extraterrestrials, actual extraterrestrials. Yeah, coming out of the trash. The we had to I've bring been out watching the- uh, ex- <laughs> expose the files. I watched that expose all day. The files. <laughs> we had to bring out the fact check translator. <laughs> to- I'm not saying it Any was trash, cider. but it was trash. It is trash. Anyways, it's on Netflix. Well, the so that monkey shit. That's all. But then. The thing was, they would just turn out movies so fast. That was the other thing. They made they made upwards of 40 pictures a year sometimes. How can they yeah. expect Clyde wow. to emote on a schedule like that? Right. So it was insane. But when this doc, at the end of the documentary, they're like, this documentary was announced. As soon as this documentary was announced, Golan Globus announced a documentary called The Go-Go Boys about them as well. Oh, wow. They beat our movie to... <laughs> To, to, to video by three months. They wow. Just, they just knock shit out, man. There was, it was really kind of fun. It sounds like um, that company, uh, what the hell is that company name, that that blasts out rip-off Asylum movies. Asylum pictures. Before, yes, yes, before yes. the big box. Transmorphers. Yeah, yeah. Transmorphers, mm-hmm. uh, John uh, Carter, or some Martian thing before mm-hmm. John Carter came out. Yep, yep. It's the same kind of, well, they're the guys behind... Uh, are they not the same guys behind? They do uh, shit at Sharknado, is it? No, yeah. it is. or is it? I think actually, it is. Asylum, Asylum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that Sharknado has been their big breakout because they just kept throwing That's shit. The at The reason wall why they hit. can make movies, the yeah. movie they but, threw but, out, but they don't use any kind of budget. Golan Globus was using crazy money. Yeah, sick fucking money. Wow. And so when their shit tanked, it hurt. Yeah, it was nutty. Um, the other thing I watched was Plastic Galaxy. Oh Which is yes! All about the Star that Wars toys. That is really a terrific good. documentary. That is out on the uh, the Hulu's. It's on the Hulu's. Also on Amazon Prime. There you go. So watch that if you like Star Wars toys. That was and want to go. Oh boy, I better make sure my life doesn't turn into one of these guys. Because <laughs> it's close. Wait, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of look up to those guys. Um, <laughs> Steve Sansweet, I look up to. The rest of them, not so much. Steve Sansweet <laughs> knows George Lucas intimately. These other dudes, biblically, intimately. I want to oh, see oh, that fun. documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on top? Huh? Who's on top? Who do you think? 
Steve Sansweet. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't George, know. Yeah, sorry. George Lucas is a top. <laughs> wow, Andy. <laughs> Bonta you obviously have got Bonta to figure Poodoo. some shit out. Ha, ha. <laughs> like you, I've been trying to avoid Star Wars stuff, but I saw a picture of this character, a Constable Zuvio. And it's one of the most terrifying-looking aliens I've seen. The little flat-headed creep. Uh, I all I saw him was wrapped up in his head with a helmet and his big bulgy cat, yeah. angry eyes. He's got a wide face. Yeah, yeah. That figures out in the black series already. Is it? It it's, just looks like a turd. Looks, this toy looks awful. Does it? Because yeah. I will say, as alien design makeup, it looks fantastic. I'll bet in the thing it looks really good. Did you see? The uh, the fighter pilot that's based on uh, the Beastie Boys. I heard about it. Yeah, Asty. He's out yeah. there in figure form, too. I'm yeah. trying hard to avoid him. Like, today I was at the Rogue Toys, and they were talking. And the guy was, like, desperately trying to tell me something. I'm like, no, no one here. No one here. No one here. Nope. It's like, talking about some thing. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I, I already got something spoiled on me. I think I talked about this last week. I got something spoiled. From the just, toys? Or no, because something came through your feed. Because something just came through on a feed, and it wasn't even about Star Wars, but somebody just mentioned a character in another show mm-hmm. and through toys and yep. that name, I put it all together and was like, Oh, for fuck. Somebody <laughs> put me on a Facebook group. That's essentially a spoiler group. No, nope. I, I signed off. Spoiler. A spoiler group. I like that. Really? Was, Talk it, about punk. Yeah. There you go. Last night in my improv show, uh, we do a guessing game where we get a piece of household equipment or a piece of hardware. And uh, and then a reason why it has to be returned, but a weird right. reason, like a blender that spits out ghosts or whatever. I, I love that bit. It's a fun game. Last night we had a dildo that spoils movies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. That alone. Nice. And I was like, you, that needs to be sold. <laughs> <laughs> Just as you're getting to climax, it says something like, Bruce Willis is a ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah, Bruce Willis is a ghost. Oh! <laughs> Can't come like it's a, like, it, like it, it makes your brain switch into this different so, mode to like prolong your orgasm. It's the baseball it, yeah, thing. Yeah. Think you, about if baseball. If you hit it at right the at the right moment, it's actually much more intense and it really just, right. Yeah, like, but if you, but if it misfires, oh, oh you're oh. fucked. Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Sose. Oh, 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 never not. <laughs> Paul, I, I thought of you last week because I watched one of Red Letter Media's Star Wars things, and they're opening. They were melting Star Wars figs. Oh, oh no. And it was like, it was really, really weird because they're just running their credits and they, they, they did the, like this hot air thing. So you're just seeing the figs stand there and then you just watch just them ooze. literally ooze and melt away. And they were using, obviously, way back to the day toys. I was like, I wonder how many of these are like gold on eBay Star Wars toys that these guys are fucking melting. Now, but a lot now, of loose Star Wars figures aren't worth that much. New Star Wars figures aren't worth shit. New ones or loose old ones for that loose matter. Loose old ones really unless aren't they're worth really that. rare. There's there's a there's a bubble right now in all collecting. Video games are suffering from it very heavy right now. It's insane the price on classic video games right now. Mm. It is a bubble though. It's nuts. Yes, it's gonna it's coming soon. I can't wait because then I'm gonna swoop in and grab some games out. <laughs> but, but honestly, I have a ton of them. Like, I bought, 15 years ago, I started getting into retro games really heavy. Right. Buying all the old NES games that I ever wanted back in the day and all this kind of thing. And you could get almost everything for under 10 bucks. 
Like the most expensive NES cart I bought was RC Pro Am 2 for $25. I'll do a quick check and find out what that's going for now. It is a bit more. By the way, I want to throw out there an open pitch to Hollywood. Uh, Buddy picture of boy and monkey going across Israel and Pakistan. Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's a totally I'm, original picture. I'm, man. A totally original idea. It's, uh, don't. Manny and monkey go to Pakistan. Pakistan, oh. yeah. <laughs> I like this. Anyway, watch that fucking movie. It I would watch the hell out of that movie. It's funny. There you go. Manny and monkey go to the West Bank. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you, just, you just had to make it political, didn't you, Jeff? <laughs> it's, about, well, it's a show about uh, bringing people together. Boy. You got well, a monkey and a boy. That's togetherness. There you go. It was the closest I Which could come to White, White Castle. I'm sorry? Which one's Palestinian? Oh, oh, oh. Refuse to even come close. The, that's the answer, dangerous. Answering that question's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so RC Pro M2 right now is going for about 65 bucks. Up, It's going up. There's some up to 140 150 I paid twenty five dollars for that cart. That was the expense. There you go. There's the, the, expa- yeah. the expanse. But that, but that shows you what the bubble is right now. It's like five times what you would have paid for it ten years ago. It's kind of crazy, and um, but uh, I'm desperate to keep doing it, keep getting but, these things. I, but comics kind of that bubble kind of bust a little bit. It'll bust. No, not it will. It has. I mean, you can buy old. I mean, man, you was Fantastic Four, but a lot of oh comics, yes, yeah. yes, yes, comics. But is bust. a lot of Fantastic Four from like the the late sixties, you know, stuff that's in like. 60s of the as, as the numbering goes you can buy them for eight to 12 well, bucks yeah I, I hate to tell i we're, we're getting so old and people don't buy books anymore Mm-mm. books at all let alone comics those comics are important to our era but the next generations won't they care. don't care there'll I be mean, a some few will. small collectors yeah, some will but not enough to keep it the inflation that has been no paul here's an observation at pre-shift at my job the other day um, Rick Ginn, who most of us may remember from Star Trek The Experience, yep. he closes out pre it's, it, it's a weird tradition that started months ago. He closes out the pre-shift with a joke. And he's been doing, you'll love to know, shaggy dog stories. Oh, dear. So he does this one shaggy dog story <laughs> yeah. where the punchline... It's funny because he actually told uh, my friend Stephen and I, Stephen... Stephen would actually fit here. Stephen is a is a geek and a nerd. He is a major Star Wars nerd. Ha! Major Star Wars right nerd. In. And Rick said, I've got one tonight that's for you two. And we were like waiting. And so he starts off the joke with, so General Zod, and then he just runs into the joke. And the punchline is Neil before Zod. I won't go through the whole joke. <coughs> Something but, about someone go someone named Neil. Yeah, exactly. It was it was an alter. It was he interacted with the cast of How I Met Your Mother. Perfect. And it, after it, a bunch of us were like, ah, ha, ha, you know, we all afterward. There's a woman you may have met in one of your classes, uh, improv classes, Tiffany. I know Tiffany. Yeah. Okay. She was commenting in the improv scene. There are so many guys who are into nerd geek culture. Because mm-hmm. she said, because she and actually Jane, Jane Krashen, yes. most of the performers in Vegas will know, they were actually commenting, the joke went over their heads. They right. didn't get it. Yeah, But 
obviously it was some kind of nerd joke because Superman was mentioned and all of the guys were like, ah, and she was commenting, I've noticed in the improv scene, mm -hmm. guys especially are deep into the nerd stuff. That's not just here. That's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Many. Okay. Uh, I had an epiphany on this listening to Rachel and Miles. They had um, one of the new writers. She has a unique name. This is many, many episodes ago. It was like episode 40 or something. Do you recall the, the gal? No. She's a gal who's writing on some of the X books right now. <sighs> the one I'm, uh, I immediately think of is G Willow Wilson. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. So G Willow is speaking about comics as compared to other writing, right? And she's like, what I love about comics is, my favorite thing is writing dialogue in comics because you can get dialogue that sounds like dialogue. And I think that's the thing where Bendis really shines. Like the way you can write dialogue in a thought bubble with little ellipses and things like that. In prose, that comes off weird. And mm. it just looks a little off in a book and can be easily right. misinterpreted. Right. But in a thought bubble, those things come cadence and feel, tone, and even, you know... Hiccups, when the panel is well designed, right. there's a flow. Yeah, and you can and you can hear that character's voice very clearly, uh, and it's and dialogue is just an easier thing to convey in comics to her mind. And I thought that's great. And then the other thing she said was, comics don't allow you to get flowery. You've got to cut to the chase. You've got to become extremely economical and right to the core of what is important. You cannot build to shit. You just got to hit it. And I was like. You gotta there let the, you gotta let the picture fill in the what would be the expositional gap, right? And I'm just like, well, that's it. That's improv. You don't have time to fuck around and dance and play until you find your idea. And you have to hit upon an idea, strike it hard, and play it to the bone. I in, conservation in your classes, of energy and in, information. In yeah. your classes, I would notice that a lot. I did it, and I would notice. I started noticing other people do it as they have an idea in mind. But, but the line they throw out is to lead into it. <laughs> right. But then the person they're working with goes in a whole other direction <laughs> and they're at sea. They're yeah, totally because lost. Because they, they're like, oh, wait, you didn't know what I meant? Well, you didn't say what you meant. That's just <laughs> right. <it>. Right. <laughs> must, you, you, we don't have time. That's a, good, that's a good line right there. You didn't know what I meant? You didn't say what you meant. Yeah. And, well, because we don't. This is the thing. Improv's so important. It's so important because we don't don't ever look at each other. We don't ever say what is really on our minds. And in improvisation, you can do that. And the more you get in the habit of doing that in improv and on the stage, it starts to seep into your life. And you don't suffer fools. And you speak your mind. And you and you and things get better. Like Gotham. Oh, right. bullshit. <laughs> I doubt those are comic writers. Torgo, did you say what ben was Edwin. on your mind? Ben, Ed uh, ben Edwin. I'm glad he's working. <laughs> Good for you, Ben, providing for your kids. I mean, they, I, I love the tick. I love the tick, but that was 30 years ago. He's probably a codgering old what, liver you, you pill sucking freak. He's younger All than right. me, you I'm cop. Ready to, I'm ready to write now. Who, who am I writing for? The Batman? What? He's not in this? Oh, of course not. This is television. Why would we put Batman in a Gotham show? Where's my pills? Where's my pills? 
I think we just got younger than me. Paul's problem. Mm. Um, <laughs> things aren't concise enough for it. Yeah. That's. I mean, yeah. I'm sick to death of it. He wrote for Firefly. He has no time for right. exposition. Firefly is brilliant. Right. I'm sure he does some good stuff. It's just that Gotham show did not hit me, and I'm not going to pay the first attention. 15 minutes. <laughs> the first 15 minutes insulted me. Insulted me, and I'm like, fuck you. Again, it, I just don't have the time. Said his mama was fat. I don't, I don't have the time for it. And I'll take that. I don't have the time for it. You have the time, have the time for, for it. Right. You don't have the tolerance for it. I don't. I don't have the time for it. His mama's a penguin. I don't watch that much stuff, and I just it, it, when I do, I, I want it to be something interesting, and, and then I'm going to learn. So from it. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't watch that much stuff. That doesn't okay. come out of your mouth. Okay, compared to many people, I suppose, but I don't really watch that Even much. That. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there are nations that don't watch as much shit as you do. I guess it's true. <laughs> well, that's because there are nations that don't get as much sleep as he does. And like I said, he doesn't have he doesn't have the tolerance. He's got the time. I he guess I have, have the tolerance. Time. I have the, the no no tolerance and uh, and I'm sleepy. So for aspiring <laughs> aspiring TV showrunners, first fifteen minutes of your pilot. You better have somebody fucking a monkey or Paul is <laughs> you know, may, Maybe you should open up your own little uh, consulting service that you have scripts sent to you and you read the first 15 pages and that way they know if they should proceed. I would love to be a script doctor. You know what? A lot. I would love to do that. You and Carrie Fisher. To pay, pay that sounds it. a lot like <laughs> some uh, short story writing advice I always hear where people are like, you know, when you, when you write your story, cut off they they one of the one writer actually has a number of pages cut off those first blank pages five pages or something because that's almost always going to be crap and you're not getting to the point fast enough yep yep i picked you, you more as a jeff's pr firm paul's consulting yeah, service famous paul script doctoring script doctoring uh but i mean but Dr. she was Paul. right and that's what i and that is why i think uh improvisers enjoy and get into comic books so much is because it reflects the ideals and the good habits of strong improvisation which is get right to it what's this about what's really what's happening right now this moment right there's not a lot of yeah. not a lot of uh slow down in many comics there's it's it's fairly action heavy medium and uh yeah that was what i was just like yes you, you have to be concise that also speaks to some of the <clears throat> criticism I hear of the older comics where people hate thought bubbles. They like speech bu- balloons, but thought bubbles well, they hate. The Marvel Be- way, right? Yeah, because, well, <laughs> they hate any character thinking because it's like, why, why is this a thought bubble? Why aren't they just saying it? And that speaks mm-hmm. to the whole say what's on your mind and get right to it. Yep. Or even better, do what's on your mind. That's the ultimate. I, I mean, I've been teaching improv for 15 years now, and it is always do it, do it, do it. I just have to keep saying it to people. It's like, don't, it's the perfect example, but it happens all the time. Don't talk about the bank robbery. Be in the bank emptying the vault. Nobody wants to see a, pl- a, a scene about a plan. Of a, I'm like, you know when that's entertaining almost? In Ocean's movies, when they're planning the, the break-in. That's every but you know, camper movie. I was going to say, but you know why it's entertaining? Because, number one, it's a million, billion-dollar budget. But, number two, they're showing the actual heist while they're talking about setting up the heist. Right. It's the only way you can really get away with it. They use, in some of the old camper movies, they actually would do the planning out the heist first, and then they do the heist. 
And now, yeah, I, I haven't seen that in a long time. Well, I mean, even almost all of them have the, an element of it. The new ones, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Anyway. But, but part of that element is you let the audience know what the plan is, and then you execute and have something go wrong, and they have to deal with that. Sure. Where Again, it sounds like, Paul, you're saying a lot of people just improvise talking about the plan, and that's their scene. People talk about a better scene. People always talk yeah, about yeah, a better yeah, okay, scene. Okay. It's like, oh, are you going to go to the dance? Be at the fucking dance. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe how ugly my mom is. She better be here right now. <laughs> that better be who you're talking to. <laughs> it's just that there's... It's, oh, man, I want to see that improv. Where you start off, they won't believe how, my mo- how ugly my mother is. Like, Charlie. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you just say it right. To, you, you say... You're ugly, mom. That's the difference, right? <laughs> the difference between a, between a scene that's ready to rock and roll and bullshit is you won't believe how ugly my mother is, or looking right at that person going, "You are horribly ugly, mom." Do you see? Do you uh, you, yeah, you even laugh right off the bat, right? Yeah, absolutely. You laugh because that's it. Because that's but see, we don't do that because we're in the habit of not talking to people. We're in the habit of not saying anything meaningful or impactful. That would and, be meaningful and impactful. And we're in the habit of fixing, constantly repairing and placating. That is 90% of our days. Some of us more than that because we have to work in goddamn customer service. <laughs> yeah, right. Ain't but, that the goddamn truth? But placating and ameliorating does not make for interesting theater. I'm sorry. I understand how you feel. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm no. not sorry, and you're an idiot. Right. You're I never sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. Things are yeah, wrong. Yeah. Let's deal with it now. That's the thing. Okay, earlier you talked about the shaggy dog jokes, and you reminded me of an hilarious Fuck, thing. Fuck, I am so friend, sorry. My friend. Oh, God, don't hate me, Why? America. Mandy put this up. Why would you do this, Mandy person? put this up. This is a blog of bad kid jokes. A blog okay, of bad kid actually, jokes. Those are kind of fun, yeah. Kids write in jokes, that, oh, but I, they aren't any good. Right. They're terrible. But because they're from kids, it's they're hilarious. From kids, it's, it's forgivable. Right and yeah, right. All right. So here's one called. Here's the title of this one is Smith. The other day, I met a man called Smith, and I said, "What's the name of his other leg?" <laughs> here's a great one called "One Hour in the Shop." That's a man goes really to a shop and spends one hour in the shop. Eventually, he comes out, and his mate asks, "Where have you been all this time?" "Oh, sorry," said the man. I was using the toilet. Yep. There, there is an age kids have where they understand the cadence and the rhythm of a joke, but not what a joke is. It's hilarious. It really is. It's, now, if he had not prefaced any of this, that these are from kids, the, would, would think been, four and five. These would have been Paul's notes. These, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I love these is because I'd write these. Oh, All right. Here we go. Which answer? Right. Which answer is bigger than other? One, an elephant. Two, a moon. Three, a donkey. My answer, number one. (laughs) Here we go. This is a bad kids joke special. Unanswered jokes. (laughs) Submissions by different kids, all without answers. (laughs) Why did the bread cross the road? Needed the dough. Why did Flane cross the road? Flane? I don't know. <laughs> what is a camel with 20 tails? <laughs> That's how did, begging an answer. <laughs> how did the dinosaur get into the bird egg? 
What do you do if you had a pig? I would love it if a child just ran up, asked me this question, and yeah, ran really. away. How about when there is a silly man? <laughs> All caps. Bob, go home because he sent a letter. <laughs> these are not these are not candidates for band names or us. These are candidates for albums for band names or us. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> for album titles. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. A lady was walking on a bridge. Her rag fell in the water. How will she get it back? How do you call a mom with toilet paper? <laughs> toilet paper! <laughs> what do you call a long-nosed TV? Doesn't matter. It's not going to come to you. Wow. There are 30... <laughs> are you really going to answer these? I'm trying. I'm trying. He's trying. There are 30 cow and 38 chickens. How many didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Andy no witty comment, huh, Andy? Oh. <laughs> that one's proper. One cider stings. <laughs> <laughs> this one will end it here. It goes on. I'm but sure this, it does. Oh my god! Ghost who? Knock knock. Who's there? Ghost. Ghost who? Don't cry. It is just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How many didn't? This is my favorite. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Anything else you do this week, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no takers. Well, I. Oh, yeah. oh, you got something? No, I got nothing. I was like, "How are you going to follow that?" But if you oh. got something, go for it. Well, I don't have anything to follow that. No. I mean, who oh. didn't? <laughs> but, okay, I lied. Oh, oh, no. oh shit! <laughs> works all day. Knock knock. Who's there? The guy who works all day. The guy who works all day. Who? I wake up, I shower, I go to work, I work all day, I go home, I sleep. <laughs> that's that's a blues song, man. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. This is just the best. These are so fucking good. Why did the frog get the bus to town? He is lazy. <laughs> who who cleans lakes? A poo fish. <laughs> oh my goodness. You want to see a joke? Look in the mirror. Caution. Don't take this seriously. Oh, wow. wow. The kid's aware. Placating. Yeah. Trigger warning. Here's one <laughs> called whiskey. A man went to a bar. Yeah, give me a whiskey because I broke up with my wife. <laughs> I call that Thursday. I know. Yeah. This is this is getting kind of heavy now. <laughs> it's, 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 all, it's all a blues song. <laughs> it's almost existential. It's yeah. all in yeah. regard. What's brown and hairy and likes to go on holiday? Oh, I'm right here, baby. A coconut on holiday. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I, some of these are just out of control. It's, it's, it's basically waiting we're, for... We're, we're, we are going to move on from them, though. Yeah. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You enjoy, <laughs> you enjoy yourself. Why did the skeleton oh, have no shoes? Why? Because he had no money to buy them. Of course Aww. he didn't. I fucking no love pockets. Kirsten, what did you do? I, I gave a friend of mine... A hand job. Uh, no. <laughs> but who didn't? <laughs> You know, it would have been easier. <laughs> yeah, really. Really. I forgot I got to get you something for your birthday, so drop it. You know what? It costs very little, but means so much. Yeah, there you go. When, when does five come before nine? In, in always? the dictionary and always. Right? <laughs> 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 
Wouldn't five doesn't do proper pro play? play. <laughs> How do you make play? A Stroke wallet. Four play. <laughs> How do you make a Christmas tree? Don't have a clue. <laughs> You're giving a much. gift. Yes, I gave a friend the trade paperback to Old Man Logan. <laughs> that guy must have been super lucky. I think so. It's a phenomenal book. Thank you so You're much for that. that. You're liking that? You're liking that? Old Man it, Logan. It's a terrific Marvel book because it's so away from continuity yes. that anybody can enjoy it if you have a small smattering understanding of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. You need that small smattering. You can't just mm-hmm. give it to somebody who's never read Marvel, but terrific if you have. Yeah, it is. It is. I really just, I enjoyed the character. I really enjoyed the writing, the whole, the, the, the everything between uh, Logan and uh, and Hawkeye. And Terrific. The, it's, yeah. The so. world they've created, it's it's almost the man in the high castle version of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like it when superhero stories go into a post-apocalyptic, you know, everything went to shit and we totally failed and it's all a mess now. Those, especially like some of the the Marvel ones, when they talk about Days of Future Past and stuff like that, that kind of stuff is just really, really cool. And this is just another uh, another uh, version of that, another form of that. It's really great. Now, Wolverine's one of those characters that I always liked but never gravitated toward. Yeah, this is the first Wolverine character I gravitated toward. It really did something for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It it. It, I think it takes a lot of the good. Yeah, it takes a lot of the good elements of Logan, kind of the 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 weary warrior type thing, where you know he knows what he's got to do and uh, whether or not he's going to do it. And I mean, it, it's, yeah. And of yeah. course, the more you know about Marvel, the more Easter eggs are in there for you because it is loaded, <laughs> loaded with yeah. Easter. Oh, Paul's found they're, another. They're all just gold. Up in, up in. <laughs> What did the rabbit say to the goat? Oi, stop messing up my house. <laughs> Some of these are just killing me. Some of these are too much. Welcome to Paul Reads the Internet. Oh, my yeah. uh, At least Gaming Mill is happy. So. Yeah, this is true. Why did the chicken said I'm dying? Hmm. He was getting a baby. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. And now an all new episode of the famous Paul Reads the Internet. <laughs> That's a beautiful doctor, luster you had doctor. your voice when you yeah, said yeah, that. Really? Yeah, really. I'm sick and tired of you. What is the cure? Don't ever talk to me, please. Okay. Anything else you do, gentlemen? <laughs> I think. I think. Because I just played a shitload of Fallout 4, oh, and that's all I that did. Business. Yeah. So It's true. There's not much else you did this last Any like Any week. way I could squeeze that in time-wise, I, I would even wake up just to play it. It's beautiful. That game's oh, yeah. amazing. If you're on the fence ever for that game, stop it and buy it. It's great. Really? Yeah. I watched a bunch of it on Twitch. That's not the same. It looks okay. Well, it's all right. It's okay. No, it's stop amazing. Stop watching on Twitch so, and just start playing. Guys have played it. Come on. I've played those before. Why do He you played think- the first 15 minutes right. and it was just why do fun. Twi- want Twitch money. is the masturbation of video games. Now you understand why I watch it so much. Yeah, you watch other people do it's it. It's video game <laughs> porn. It is. Yeah. What, what is the cheeseburger of that then? Cheeseburger. Yeah, I was about to say, well, what's his excuse? But he's married, so that's why he's he's got to get his right. jollies elsewhere. Why do thieves want money? They want money because that is their job, and they have to do their job. Some of these are really meaningful. Can we start news you don't give a shit about? Deep I never thought thoughts. I'd hear myself say that. No, I, I don't know. It seems like we kind of already have. No. 
What key can't oh. unlock something? Ooh, a monkey? Bad keys. Well, fuck me. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Jokes you don't give a shit about. <laughs> All right, Ridley Scott, which, you know, yep. love the guy. <laughs> I'm going on. Ridley Scott has tossed out a new title for his Alien Prometheus sequel prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, first it was uh, Prometheus 2. Then Alien Paradise Lost. That's what we've been talking right. about it as. Uh, now the title, that's the one he's been using for months. And now it has become officially Alien Covenant. Film wasn't called Alien Anything until Scott decided he wanted it wanted to be the sole keeper of the franchise flame and had Neil Blomkamp's proposed Alien 5 elbowed aside so he could push Prometheus 2, Alien Paradise Lost Covenant, to the front of the line at the studio. So Alien Covenant starts shooting early next year as and uh, is scheduled for a May 30th, 2017 release until he changes the name again. You know, I don't I don't really I'm I'm not really concerned about what he's doing. It's like let him make these movies. But I was terribly disappointed that this has interfered with Blumcuff's um Alien movie. I uh, well I mean I mean all of that that all of the the promo R- stuff. Really Scott wants to be the keeper of the Alien Flame. I can't blame him for the last 3. Yeah, but do you think putting the name Covenant on it is kind of a fuck you to Blomkamp that didn't get to do the Halo movie? hey oh, Didn't even think Maybe. about that. I, I doubt it's personal. Uh, but interesting comparison. Yeah. That's that's the thought That's the geek had. proclivity for... That's, that's what we do. Connecting everything. That's true. Everything is connected. I mean... I was looking forward... Great. I was looking forward to a fucked up Michael Bean... Uh, yes. running around, uh, you know, with uh, with uh, Sigourney, I really was. And you know, with again, I've said before, I'll say it again. I am a fan of Prometheus, but it's broken in many ways, and so I, I, I worry about where this goes. Mm. I, you know what? I'm almost like I'm almost on Paul's philosophy with this. It's like, man, eh, let him make it, let him do it. No, I sure, I, I will probably. I just, go I just, it, it interfering with the others. Like, damn it, because I, uh, I posted this on Facebook. I watched. I was just, uh, well, it's not channel hopping, but I was hopping on Netflix. I stumbled across Terminator. What the fuck? I hit play. I watched it. I watched Michael Mayne's performance, and I, you know, just watching, focusing on him. I was suddenly like. Jesus Christ, he was actually really fucking good. Yeah, he was really yeah, fucking absolutely. good. And um, I, uh, I it, that got me thinking about aliens. And then I was, I was just looking forward to uh, seeing him uh, do more. And yeah, shit. You oh. know, I never truly gave Alien Three the proper time of day. I know it has its own pretty terrible problems. Yeah, but I was off the board in those first 20 minutes of the movie once they killed off all the characters from Aliens. Right. So, yeah, I would love to have seen a movie where that was erased. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool. Very cool. News you don't give a shit about. Ambi Pictures has acquired the rights to the library of Exclusive Media Group, which includes 400 movies, uh, some of them are which uh, Sliding Doors, Rush, Cruel Intentions, and Donnie Darko. And uh, Ambi has given the green light to remake Memento. Uh, Why? Uh, Monica Bacardi, one of Ambi's executives, released the following statement. 
Memento is a masterpiece yes. that leaves audiences guessing, not just throughout when the film. When will someone remake it? <laughs> oh, is, would you stop with the kid jokes, Paul? <laughs> uh, but long after as well, which is a testament to its daring approach. We intend to stay true to Christopher Nolan's vision. Except change the ending so there's more, you know, there's an ending that actually, you know, tells everything and spells it out every, like you're a kindergarten kid. kid. And deliver a memorable movie. Welcome to Earth 2016. Everybody's dumb and has to watch shows like Gotham. And deliver a memorable movie that is every bit as edgy, iconic, and award-worthy as the original. Award-worthy. They're... Before the movies even fucking frame one, give us an Oscar. <laughs> Suck my dick. It's a big responsibility to deliver something that lives up to the mastery of the original. But we are extremely excited and I motivated. Such hate in my body right now. <laughs> to bring this, I'm all hate. To Just change the channel, Paul. Bring this puzzle <laughs> back to I'm life. All hate right now. And back into the minds of the moviegoers. No. Quivering. Last week I was happier. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to two weeks ago where you're like, oh, whatever. Is it because you had the two days off to reflect? I guess. Well, I mean, it's just because the world went to garbage. And you just see how dumb everybody is. Seeing dumb people hurts. Yeah. yeah. It really does. Dude, that it's the... Don't... Well, I, I people shouldn't let this kind of stuff get them down. It does suck. You're I mean, right. Right, right. There, there are plenty of dumb people. But all it is is because the internet You're right. gives everybody The internet the chance, amplifies you know? ignorance. Wasn't now, it George and, and Carlin? A lot, of people, that... a lot of people are pointing out that the anti-refugee stuff and everything people are talking about, this is shit that's been going on. And they're making their par- the comparisons to before World War II, sure. stuff like that. And nothing new under the sun. Right, exactly. And, you know, um, somebody um, in the midst of all of the Facebook... <laughs> about what happened posted that that rogers quote i'm pretty sure he actually said it i don't know if it's one of those you know fake memes or something Captain steve rogers no (laughs) mr rogers oh yes the look for the 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 whole look for the helpers yeah you know and it's and and that stuff and there is so many it was tragic and what happened was horrible yes but there are so many good stories that came out of that just the whole open door thing the 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 tweet Twitter meme where people are just like throwing around if you need a place to, yeah. to, to be no, safe. There's there's humanity and is you, as beautiful as it is horrible. Exactly. Just, exactly. Just, when you start to see and then just things like this just make me sad because it's taking money away from a possible new thing. Well, That's Hollywood's problem right now. Is they won't try anything new. Is but but the thing with Hollywood, though, is the money is not truly finite. You're right. It, well, there well, are so many things to throw against the wall. But, but guys, would the money have gone to something new? Yeah, you're that's, right. That's 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 part of the that's They'll part of the, the calculus that they need making the return. In that. You're exactly. right. You know, and it, yeah, it's it's like you're not sure that a project that was new and creative and interesting lost out. Unless it was Neil Blumkopf's Alien, <laughs> but I mean, you know, to not contradict myself, I know what you a mean. A lot of that money I know what doesn't mean, necessarily. You're right. I have this fear they're going to go. We liked Memento, but it was too confusing. We should sure, put it. Of we should put are. it in chronological order. 
<laughs> Dumb it down. That's quite Memento sure. Remix. That's quite possible. But one interesting thing that is happening is that a lot of these reboots of this, especially the later reboots, things that were made in the eighties, nineties, are, are are not doing that well. No, thankfully they're not. And, and well, because that's it. The whole the Poltergeist failed gem and the holograms were the biggest failures yeah. in the last few years. But the passion Oof. behind it isn't there. Sure. And they're doing and it, it shows. They're doing them for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right. Because right. they feel they are a property that other people are invested in. Right. And when you read this, this is not read like someone who's passionate about memento. No. This is a bullet points, hey Hollywood, m- help us make a million dollars with this thing. They are It's so dumb. Yeah. And they're going to If you make really it. love a film, you're not going to go to want to remake it. And the thing is, the people who saw Memento probably aren't that interested in seeing this. Because yeah. a new interpretation of it, who's interested in that? And I doubt they're even going with a new interpretation. So who's even interested in the same thing? I read the article wrong when it was first came out. Because I thought it was like some kind of TV show ah. thing. And that kind of had my interest, although I was like, man, how in the hell are you going to sustain that for a season of TV, even if it's a dozen-episode cable thing? But hearing that it's a full-blown movie, there is a definite question of why. We, you know, we have Scully, our, our commenting friend, frequent mm-hmm. comment, who his rule on remakes is, why don't you remake shitty movies? <laughs> Why are you remaking great ones? Uh, the, Take the shitty ones and remake those. Uh, that's because that's a passion project for a shitty movie to made, be made better. Yeah. But the real idea is that there is an inbuilt audience because yeah. this property exists. Right. We can expect those people to watch it plus the new people. Well, right. watch It's a low-risk financial watch decision. Watch that Golan Globus documentary, Missing in Action, Parts 1 and 2. They were filmed pretty much... Uh, at the same time back to back oh wow yeah very close but uh missing in action one was dreck absolute garbage Hmm. so but it was the first one right right so they shelved it released two as one (laughs) to get the property strong oh my and then put out the shitty one as a prequel sequel called Uh, the beginning wow because they knew how bad it was Mm. this is exactly it so they 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 put out the good stuff first and then they released the shitty one because it would have a built-in audience from people who saw the first one were like that was pretty good i'll see another one it's goddamn smart but it would well i mean it it is but this is what i mean like all of this stuff watch that fucking documentary so much of the practices of hollywood were shaped by these two men who just came in and shook the whole industry up. It's it's very interesting. Fucking well, I mean, bananas. That's part of it. And I think part of it is that a lot of the studios are run by people with financial backgrounds and business backgrounds as opposed to creative types. So yeah. Well they also have, and, they, and they also have their own creative input yeah. ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they also Joel Silver anyone? They have that they have that uh they feel at least that they have that financial responsibility. So they do get a they do get a little afraid yeah, of risk because yes you know you have to admit there is proof in Hollywood that there are there are new and original things that come out that just totally vanish and nobody talks about nobody knows about 
because they just don't catch. They don't catch on. Sure. And if your high-paying job hinges on one bad failure of a movie, you're not going to take risks. Simple as that. If the movie that you put your neck out for fails entirely, you're gone in that business. Sure, you might end up at another studio and probably will, but... It just seems just, also, no one wants to risk their job. It's understandable. For art. It's understandable. It just seems a strange choice for a remake. It is, doesn't it? it is. That uh, above all kinds of remakes, I get the horror me- remakes. Yeah. I get the action sci-fi remakes. Yeah. This one, a strange, interesting, independent movie, <clears throat> which was very specific, the only story of its kind. You're going to remake that, right? But you know what? Look at the fucking documentary sure. again. It's it, I, I see it too, and it's like. And I'm, so they it's did, fine if you have something new to say. They did. Well, that's it. But when they have something, they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with Toby Hooper. They got the whole thing. And, and that had something new to say. Right. It was a comedy. Yeah. But it's they didn't, beautifully bizarre. But they didn't know it was a comedy. They bought it as a horror. Yeah. They marketed it as a horror. It confused audiences. It, it didn't sure make did. any fucking money. Nope. But it became a, a fan hit. It's a cult thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Because they let the, a director actually say something. But to your point, it wasn't a remake. It was a new idea. And nobody gave a shit at the time and it flopped. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it from a business standpoint why you do remakes and why you don't risk new stuff. I sure. get it. And new sci-fi stuff flops all the time, yeah. good and bad. Yeah. So look at uh, uh, the Tom Cruise movie. Of the dying and coming back to life, yeah, which Edge was a tomorrow. good movie, Edge of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow, and the All you need is kill, and the Mila Kunis sci-fi movie that didn't do so didn't well, Jupiter Ascending, Jupiter Ascending. Mm-hmm. These are new properties, did not do that well, and yeah. that just convinces them. Yes, yeah. yeah. So. The uh, that that uh, I think they're going to finally get a, re- a new a sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. I think I heard of that. I, well, I know they're getting back together as far as actor director team, okay. but they're doing other things. Well, I would, was, I, you know, that one of the things that was sad about that movie too is that that was actually from a foreign property. That was from a manga, which was from an original right. Japanese novel. Which all is, you need is kill, I believe. Yes, it yeah. is, and, and and it's just like. You, I, you know, you want that to succeed just because we're like looking elsewhere material. for. Yes. And when it, when something like that fails, it, to to the execs' eyes, it just proves their point of. But it is also Groundhog Day in a mech suit. It is so. And market it like that. It was funny. Like it, we've <laughs> right? we talked about aliens and taking risks on new things. I just uh, remembered. I uh, last week I was reading an article uh, that was written about the proposed alien ride that was going to be at Disneyland and Disney World that ended up becoming this extraterrestrial alien encounter thing. And it's that along that same lines. It was supposed to be an alien. It was. Uh, they actually released that ride. Yeah, well, it, but it was, oh, it was really supposed, supposed to be, to be based alien? on the alien from Fox because they had already ah. licensed uh, uh, the Indiana Jones sure, and as well as Star Wars, I and those that. had been successful rides. And uh, Michael Eisner was like behind it. It was like a passion project for him. But then he was convinced that, you know, alien might be too extreme for kids, even though they were going to market it towards adults, you know, something for the sure. adults to do while they're, and at, that ride was really extreme. Yeah. Well, that was I, the I thing. wish I could have ridden it. They, they, I guess they, they toned it down to try to make it kind of PG 13. Uh, they did. It was this, they put stitch in it. Yeah. And I rode the oh, stitch no, no, that, that was, yeah, that was later <laughs> on. But like uh. when they were, when it was actually in the park, 
and operating, you know, they were telling people in the ride, you know, this is for more mature audiences and, you know, there were signs everywhere and, and guides, you know, telling them this is for mature audiences and it terrorized a slew of children. But, but it's an example of something that just, you know, I guess Eisner, you know, after over time lost interest in it and that's when it kind of became, you know, okay, well, what do we do with all this money we've spent on this? And one of our listeners, I think it was Jake actually got to ride the, Okay. Expi- the, the actual, the actual a- alien terrestrial, and I'm so jealous that you got to do that. Well, you got to do the, the, the stitch. Uh, the stitch one's great, right? It, it, and you can see the potential for a really scary ride and what they do with it. Well, they they reused a lot of that stuff yeah, for the it, stitch. It's yeah, very much so. It's very obvious. And you got to do the alien adventure in London, right? I just just last night watched a documentary of Alien War in London, and check it out on YouTube. It's out I there. Bet that's great. Uh, Alien War was an immersive haunted house where they kind of pushed you around and cursed at you. You were taken into an alien facility. You're all of a sudden, I think it was LV-49 was the planet you were on. And it was like walking through Aliens, that movie itself. Mm. Marines, they had great alien costumes and super immersive. They did the whole thing where they put member actors in with your group to be stolen and taken by the aliens terrific immersive experience and unfortunately it was destroyed by a flood (gasps) in about 90 98 i think 97 i didn't realize it was a flood that got it i thought it was just budgetary and they've tried to re relaunch it in scotland but i didn't hear much coming out from that oh man but check out alien war on youtube it was a great experience Mm, i went to a haunted house here i think it was in the stratosphere and uh, it was like a steampunk haunted house, but it was Don't weirdly that very often. It was weirdly hosted, and they, they like put it in like a disused kitchen. They sort of built the haunted house in a kitchen that wasn't being used. And as as the, as they're about to open the doors into it, because it's a guided thing, one last customer comes walking up. Oh yes. like, and I go, "Oh, that's oh, it's Donnelly. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> say hi to him. He's probably working this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's right." Yeah. That was before I knew Donnelly very well. I just knew him as somebody who performed with you a couple of times. But. It is rare to find haunted houses with those two, the two things: a host, brilliant, mm-hmm. and plants, even better. Yeah, yeah. They, they I actually did uh, Fright Dome this year. Did you? And uh, yeah, that's a geeky thing I did. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. Didn't even know you did this. Yeah, I I did Fright Dome, and it was really interesting because. Almost all of their dark houses, not hosted, but were led. You actually, somebody came in and gave you the whole, don't touch them, they won't dead bad, la 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 la, and be careful of the who, and they were all in character, and they were all, and be careful, let's go, and they led you Oh, that's great. And it was a way that they controlled the the crowds, kept people moving. Mm -hmm. And the flow. And here's another one, Todd. I'm so, I I went on the 30th, so it's not like I could, you know, encourage people to go oh i thought you worked it no 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 <laughs> no, no 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 i it's went like, how did i not know this no i couldn't I, I yeah my other job wouldn't have allowed it one of the houses you go alone <sighs> i love it there is there is That's no pretty group. awesome and i went with a friend april huff uh we worked with her at trek for a brief time she loves dark houses she gets scared easy oh, yeah. and we're standing online 
and they actually for the for the go through alone they had a video feed showing hallways oh brilliant it was one of those six-way split you know things for security and she's looking up there and she's like oh no oh no 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 i'm not going alone and i'm like oh, i don't think you go alone no april look at that that's the actors waiting and they're they're gonna you, you don't go alone oh no i'm not Were you going trying alone. to trick her no i was totally <laughs> fooled and then we as we get to the head of the line we see this one guy talking to people and then he's like okay go ahead and one person goes in and she's like, oh, my God. And she starts crying. That's how she gets scared. She starts crying. She's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, well, we can leave. And she's like, I don't know. And the guy talked her down. And she actually went through it. Wow. And it, it but it was. Hey, there's some bravery to going through a whole house alone. Would you call the plants in there spies? Plants spies or something? Like to make yeah. sure someone's fucking with shit? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's a side aspect of it. Without a doubt, I've been through haunted houses that had like kids as plants. Because I, I wanted I, to ask you guys what do spies oh, eat shit. instead of oh, McDonald's? God. <laughs> Spy Donald's. Oh, God. We should have. How could you guys have not seen this? Yeah, you should have seen that coming. I did. <laughs> you should have seen it, it coming. Yes. Come on. Come on. Get them off track, guys. Distract them. What did the jealous man say to the movie star? What? You John Cena? St- no. You stink, loser. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, uh, yes, I went please. to Israel a couple years ago and came across a haunted house in Israel, like a year-long th- attraction. Okay. Nobody in line for it. It's just there. It's it's just open. I tried to go in through a loan. They wouldn't let me go by myself. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like I'm they're willing, I'm willing you, to pay. I even told them like I, I enjoy haunted houses. Even if you just you know just lead me through your rooms just to see your design. It's like we can't let you go through alone. All right. Did they? That did, sucks. Now when you you went through, I did not go through. You did not. No, because oh. uh, I was by myself. Oh, okay. There was. I was no going to say yeah, there's no, no way your mom would have gone through with you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're but right. there was there was no group of people like they threw. Because I was going to say what about the interaction needed multiple people versus just one? Perhaps. You, I, I, I wanted just to go on an aesthetic. Perhaps right, you could have right, brought right. a monkey. Damn it. Last one. Yes. Break real quick. Yeah. I'll be back to these. But first, uh-huh. this the is last called one for break. Now. Yeah. This real quick. Called, what is it, Bob? Bob says, Doctor, Doctor, I need a new butt. Doctor says, What is it, Bob? Bob says, It has a crack in it. Doctor, that is normal, Bob. <laughs> now that's You're right. A, this is the kind of jokes you would write. I love that's it. a that's a cla- <laughs> and it's funny because that's a classic bad SNL sketch where it just goes on just a little, a little too little long. Too long. Mm-hmm. He he had his punchline. <laughs> yeah, he had it. I need a new butt. Why? It's got a crack in it. Boom. That's normal, Bob. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> My last haunted house story. Oh please, uh, Cincinnati, home of Kings W-K-R-P. Island. Right, right. Uh, Outside of Kings Island, off that highway, they built a year-long haunted house. I know. The guys wouldn't take me through it when we were there. They And it was to catch the people going to and from Kings Island. Uh, the year that it opened, I went with my then-girlfriends, with the whole big group. It was amazing. Girlfriend. Oh. And it was amazing. It was almost a cooler story. In fact, it's one of the best haunted houses I've ever been to. See, through. and I was like, let's do this. And like Charlie and you were like, oh, no, that's been here forever. You, uh, oh, I'll get to that. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is when it first opened. The rooms were fantastic. Oh, oh. They were based on various movies. They had a part in the middle where you get trapped, saved by some monks that are hidden within the in their own wait, wait. secret room. Let me keep going. Monks or monkeys? Monks. Okay, carry on. Don't ruin the moment. And any. then they tell you that it actually gets scarier from here. This is your last chance to actually escape if you want to continue on. Whoa. Nice touch. Brilliant rooms. And so it was so good. Like a year and a half later, going back to King's Island, like we got to go back to the haunted house. Went back to it. We were the only ones there. Just me and her. And this little girl comes up and joins us at the last moment. I'm like, oh, there's the fucking plant. And the thing was redesigned, populated by three people, and just a waste of fucking time. It it, uh, it was Star Trek. It was Star Trek. The experience. Trek, the experience. <laughs> Dark <laughs> houses don't have. Uh, they don't have longevity. I will say Star Trek did a pretty damn great job, even on light manning. Yeah, uh, it, it didn't feel alive. No, it was much more fun when we had more players, but uh, they could do what they could do. Yeah. That sort of speaks to. I would hear these criticisms when people would talk about places like Trek, and they would always talk about it's all about the ride. And as one of the actors in there, I was always like, God damn it, we've got so much, we got this happening, and that happened, how can you just be, but when you hear stuff like this, it's like, because, you know, motion simulator rides, they'll they'll go on for a while, mm -hmm. but yeah, every time I hear, like, you know, Goratorium, yep. every time somebody opens up a 365 Dark House, it does not last. It well, doesn't. That's, that's and really and only go maintain. in that first six months. Did you go to the uh, escape house here in town yet? No, and apparently there's three of them now. Yeah, but the, one of those has horror elements to it. One of them yeah, I think like, one's yeah. based on Saw. Yeah. Escape rooms, mm -hmm. if you're not familiar with them, uh, you are given a specific period of time, half hour to an hour, to solve the mystery of the room and get out, and there's always some kind there's of... There's one in a strip club that has horror elements to it. Does it now? Why would a child <laughs> say that? Huh? Why would a child say that? <laughs> Why would a child <laughs> say that? What kind of joke is that? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, oh, I left my uh, child God. joke. Paul, you should have seen of that coming. I, I, yeah. I did do that years ago. One year, you little, did escape room? little darlings oh, actually did a, did a yeah a, uh, an X-rated haunted house. Why didn't the skeleton go swimming? Oh, this is horrible. Because he was bones. And because he his see. eyeballs will be filled with water. Yours oh. was close, Kirsten. Yeah, well, Sometimes I think like a stupid child. We have like one, like enough time for like one or two weekend geeks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. shoot me now. The Mystery Science Theater three thousand Kickstarter campaign, which launched on November tenth, is fully funded at two million dollars. Woohoo! Just well, not, a week fully later to make stuff. Yes, uh, for their base. Which was two million. Aren't they like so? That gives us three new episodes starting November 2016. So that's six hours. That's a regular Sherlock season. Uh, Mystery like three million now. I don't know. It's been a, a day I'm, since I've looked at it. It's uh, going up. I Mystery Science Theater creator Joel Hodgson has tapped Nerdist podcast co-host Jonah Ray to be the new experimentee. Mm. Uh, background for those who don't know Mystery Science Theater. In the year 3000, a janitor in space and his robots are forced to watch terrible films. They provide snarky commentary to keep each other sane. Now, if uh, Hodgson raises 5.5 million, he will make 12 episodes. Yep. So don't stop now. Is what Keep I'm saying. putting All in right. the funds. I, I donated yesterday. 
donate. I bought in. Yeah, you, there you bought go. stuff. Yeah, Paul's you got an the investor. Jeffy. Uh, $2,185,111. So it's still moving and grooving. That's good. It's, it's still coming along. Well, it costs less. Like, there's other, there's stretch goals along the way. So, right. I think w- when they hit, what? When they hit $3 million, two, we get... Two was the, the minimum. Yep. And when they hit, what's the next uh, place where they make more movies? Uh, Just one second. It's not that far off. Well, this covers like the base cost to get it going. So episodes going forward will cost less per episode. That's exactly Mm. it. But they've got to still raise that money. Yes, they do. To make that happen. And of course, once they finish the product and they sell that product, hopefully they will make more money to make even more after that. That's our our hope. Talk about throwing good money after good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I love the uh, choice of Jonah Ray. I think he is a great... One, he's a good comedy writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got that kind of attitude that makes for a good mystery science theater janitor. So I am so on board with this choice. Okay. And, and it's hard, uh, and to me, it'd be hard to choose a good replacement for uh, Joel and Mike. But I do like one thing that Joel Hodgson said, because there are a lot of people in the two camps, the, the Mike camp and the Joel camp. And he kind of always envisioned it that this show would go on for a good long time and there would be multiple hosts. Unfortunately, it got canceled before there were more than two hosts. So he's like, now he feels that there's now that divide because there were only two where if there'd have been one more, then there would have been more like, like a, who's your favorite bond kind of thing. Right. Right. So who's your favorite doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Two million was the minimum and that's three episodes. If they hit 3.3, you get six episodes. If they hit 4.4, You'll get nine episodes. 5.5, you'll get a total of 12 episodes. And uh, one of the points that he makes as to why it's, it is so expensive, uh, when they were starting Mystery Science Theater, licensing movies didn't cost anything yeah. because no one knew who they were, and these were shit movies that no one wanted to buy anyway. But now Mystery Science Theater is a known quantity, so those licensing fees cost them a hell well, of a I'm lot sure, more. I'm sure a lot of people who'd be willing to license are thinking of this as a business spike. This is going to be something that gives their movie recognition and they could possibly capitalize on. Sure, but you have to have a special kind of bad movie well, to yeah. work for Mystery Science Theater. You might want your movie to be on it, but a lot uh, of movies would not qualify. Well, yeah, but if, if Mystery Science comes to you, you're yes. going to be like, oh. Certainly. But Christmas also, has come early. Mystery Science Theater. Want to get some of that fat Mystery Science Theater money. This mm-hmm. is what I missed License. the first time I read through this. It says, if we raise $1 billion, stay with me on this one, <laughs> we're going to adopt a real live teenage boy and Truman show him into believing he is the Puma Man. <laughs> <laughs> I would flip out. Hilarious. Uh, Puma Man, one of their best. That's my wife's favorite MST3K. That's one episode I've never seen. Oh, oh, it's on, it's on uh, the YouTube's. I got Oh, you've not seen Puma Man. I've not seen. Puma I, I Man. haven't seen it either. Basically, he's no, no. That's okay. Spoiler alert! Don't be a dildo. It's not gonna spoil anything for you. Don't spoil Puma Man. Listen, by law, you cannot spoil a mystery science theater movie. Basically, he's standing up with his hands up in front of a green screen. That image is turned on its side to have him flying. It's amazing. <laughs> he's almost, he's kind of like this. Like, oh, visual here. Beautiful. He's kind of like, this is how he flies. Paul's standing bent over. That's it. Yeah. Goddamn fucking Puma For Man. For the viewers out there. So it's, Puma uh, Man. So it's like the incredible spa- uh, special effects in uh, Space Oddity. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> bad news, man. It's or, bad or news. Or Space Weird Thing. Or Space Weird Thing. Yeah. Man, this 
fucking holy shit! I'm getting a lot of stuff for this uh, donation. How much did you put in? T- tell 200. us all. Tell us all the things you're getting for that. All right, so I'll go level by level. I'll get. Now, just tell me what you get. <laughs> uh, well, I'm. Just, I'm, I'm I get it. It's all the levels. Oh shit! So it's. Uh, there goes Kirsten. Uh, basically, the ten dollar thing is you get a a membership card you can print off. Right, at because there was Mystery Science Theater membership of the TV days. At 25, you get access to the live streaming online premiere. At uh, 35, you get uh, a thank you on the website and a postcard. At 50, you get a shirt plus all that other stuff and stickers. Oh, man, right? 50 for stickers. At uh, 75, you get a coffee mug, uh, plus all the other stuff. At 100, you get a download of the whole season, no matter how long it gets. A keychain. Fucking cool. And all that other shit. (laughs) I can feel him drooling from here. You get, uh, then at uh, 150, you get some posters. Uh, Also, a... uh, a USB flash drive with the first three episodes on it and a bunch of exclusive content. Zoinks. Then at 200, you get the actual physical Kickstarter copy. collected box set, all the, all the new episodes and exclusive backer content on DVD or Blu-ray. Um, so that was a selling point for you. You got a hard copy. And everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I basically went to hard copy town because, you know, I'm a freak about hard copy. I got a, got a special thanks for Rachel and Miles on the website. Oh, that's oh. very sweet. They were great. Yeah, they, they were, were so you, nice to uh, meet. You deserved that, too. You, uh, you took care of them. You did a lot of work that day for a lot I of people. I was very happy to help out. Celebrities, when you come to Vegas, make sure to request Fact Check Andy as your ride pickup and uh, um, uh, Boy Friday. Get the full fact check Andy experience. And if you do it next year, it'll be completely legal. <laughs> do you want to speak to that at all? Uh, no, I just. I uh, didn't think so. Uh, but no, no, it's all right. I mean, I, I just. Uh, I had some uh, difficulties with my uh, license. It was suspended. I didn't know it. <laughs> so it took a while to get it fixed. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a little. Tense. That's the risk he's willing to take for you. Visitors of the Vegas Valley Book, Book Festival. That's right. I will break the law for you if I have to get you to your hotel. <laughs> I like I like how Kirsten skirted around calling him the handler. That's <laughs> what you would be at basically. It's like, well, come I to mean, Vegas and let Andy be your handler. If you, if you want, let if you want Andy you. to handle you, that is going to be a totally personal thing between the two of you. It'd be oh, easier it'd be if you easier suck if fun, you, you know. Yeah. And you, uh, but hey, I'm a gentle, gentle handler. <laughs> See if I can squeeze one or more of Don't these. Don't let him wow. fucking fool you. He'll, <laughs> he'll trip over your tits and bush in a second, fall oh right God. into your That's fucking true. face. That's true. It's a fucking mess. Wow. Goddamn Keystone caper. <laughs> tits, bush, and dick. Just yakety sacks with the smell of sour rags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check Andy became sad hand job Andy. Wow. <laughs> Don't listen to Paul, folks. He's jealous. Yeah, I'm not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> wow, little bitter, little bitter. He had a chance. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, I told you, don't bring those rags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't fall on me. What else are we gonna- <laughs> I'm gonna soak the chloroform in. You know, it's like Andy. You're sitting right next to him doing the business. I don't. How do you fall on people? It's a talent. Yeah. (laughs) Knocking it over like it's a beer or something. (laughs) It's a feature. There's head. (laughs) That would be funny. Whoops! Oh shit. Brushing shit off his shirt, like, yeah, okay, that's gone now. <laughs> no one will notice. Good Lord. <laughs> Tomorrow Studios has optioned the rights to the 2013 movie Snowpiercer, written and directed by Bong Joon-ho, his first English-speaking film. Uh, set in a post-apocalyptic ice age, the ice... What was uh, the director's name? Uh, oh, dear. Bong Joon-ho. How did he make that? How did he make that? What? How? Who? God damn it. <laughs> should have seen that. Third base. Yeah, should have. Uh, set in a post-apocalyptic bon ice age. Bong Jong Yu. The sci-fi action film is based on the 1982 <laughs> French graphic novel La Trespense by Jacques Loeb and Jean-Marc Rochette. Uh, set in 2031 to follow the only remaining survivors and the only remaining life left on the planet on board a train traveling around the globe. An unyielding class system emerges and relegates the lower class to the end of the thousand car train while the elite enjoy a life of luxury at the front. Uh, so this is now being turned into a television series. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. enough to hold together a film. It's an okay movie. You don't no, think there, there's possibility no, in that? No, 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 no. I haven't no. seen it, so. I, I haven't either. It's on my it's, list. It's okay. I think it's a good movie. It's all right. It's yeah, okay. Right. That, I mean, it's like, it's fine. I like, I, I'm, you know, it's, hey, it's French. It, the, it may be a Korean director, but it's basically a French science fiction movie, which, hmm. you know, tells you enough right there. But Chris Evans is in it. Yeah. Chris Evans is quite good. Ed Harris. Ed Harris is bizarre. Yeah. He's always yeah. bizarre. Um, Let's see. Uh, Bong and his co-producer and the uh, script will be penned by Josh Friedman, who is behind uh, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles and War of the Worlds. Uh, Chan Wook Park, who produced the movie, is also attached to executive produce. Uh, the movie... Uh, was uh, made for forty million, grossed eighty six million worldwide. There you go. I bought it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's mediocre crap. Bought it. But well, yeah, I bought it. it. Was ten bucks? <laughs> Why Netflix? It's on Netflix. I bought it before it was on Netflix, and I went, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I bought this. You, you've done that a few times. That's a few okay. times. <laughs> you know what? He hasn't learned his lesson. Oh yeah, no, I Listen. haven't learned my lesson of supporting creative people. Fuck, and yeah. trying to do it. Well, Paul, the way I've always seen it is a ten dollar DVD or a twelve dollar movie ticket. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I have no problem spending ten bucks on a DVD. Yeah. It's when it goes up past that, or like, a ten dollar DVD, or oh, it's going to be on Netflix next week since well, yeah, I'm already paying for Netflix. That's different. But like, yeah, but, but with, you never know. Burn. You never know. And sometimes you want the things, but like with the new Terminator movie, I really want to see that. But it's twenty bucks, even on DVD right now. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'll buy. I would buy it in a second for ten. You yeah. get me for ten bucks. I still haven't even seen even twelve. I'd think about pulling the trigger. But twenty dollars, 
If there was some kind of collector no. edition, I would totally be on that. There is sort of. There's I'd, a steel book at Target. Yeah, but that's that's all I've seen. I right. haven't seen anything with any kind of tchotchkes. No, in. there's no tchotchkes. Oh, it's not no, big enough not to that get many special edition. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't, didn't do make well any enough. money. Yeah. That's just it. So then no one try- makes tchotchkes for stuff that didn't right. sell. So it's a it's a mediocre film that not did here, okay anyway. at the box office, and they're trying to pass it off at super super bucks to claim that last little scraping of money. Yeah, but well, I mean, they made their money overseas. Yes, that's then why they're going to be more Genesis to us movies. at a reasonable price. Yeah, they're trying is to the, figure out how to go forward. What yeah. is happening? Are they just trying to choke out physical media? Is that what's going on? Pretty much. Yeah. I they wouldn't make, they make be more the money least bit surprised. I would not be slowly the least but surely. Bit we're going to choke I, it all out. I will say that the as time has gone on, the special features are becoming more and more bare bones. Yes, yeah. it's scarce. What did I get? Uh, just the other movie I got, and I was like, "Meh, not a lot." I can't remember now, but some other movie I just played. I still haven't seen Looper for that reason. I assumed it was going to be on Netflix and it hasn't. hasn't yeah, been. I still haven't seen Looper Well, either. a lot of that's because a lot of those companies are holding on to their IP to so release their own They're all Netflix, try their own streaming service. Uh, I, I will say, if you are so that's adamant... That's what Fox is trying to do yes. with The Simpsons. That's why they're not releasing The Simpsons anymore. If you are so adamant to that Netflix doesn't have this, doesn't have that... People, Netflix still has the damn DVD service, and they have all the DVDs. Sure, they come out one to two months after their release so that they can sell them uh, prior to rent, but they are available, You're all right. of them. So You're if right. it's not on Netflix, it's only like five, six bucks to do the DVD right. and if you right. factor in the number of different streaming services that are coming out that you would end up paying for, boom, add on the DVD service, and you're covered. I watch the DVDs more often than I saw stream it off their uh, service. Distressing thing that I heard was that Hulu has is very close to diversifying Uh-oh. a great percentage of their uh, business to Time Warner. What 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 do you mean diversifying? Well, it's into, already like, co-owned splitting? by Time Warner. Like it's just going to become like basically it's going to become the new cable. <laughs> Hulu's going to be costing us fifty bucks in five years uh, i see they're they're getting these new contracts yeah pass, gonna be passing up yeah the, it's just gonna be yeah the cost. I, and i think like the main because they're not making the money they need to but they fucked up with showtime instead of making a sweeter deal and just including that in the basic service like oh you can also get showtime shows but you gotta pay even more oh i didn't no. realize that was an option wow yeah it's like and it's i'm like showtime guys that's showtime it's just a, a hair's breadth up from skinamax I'm not paying a chunk, <laughs> chunk more. You know what I mean? Like HBO is one thing. They Showtime? have they have their own shows, but I can't think of any of them right now except Hulu for, shows. Uh, no, no, uh, Showtime shows. Yes, the Na- the Nick is one that's uh, getting some critical acclaim. Was that I David Duchovny show? Was that on? That might be HBO. I don't fucking know. Uh, oh yeah, the the Manson murder thing. No, no, the the one where he's the writer. Californication. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah, damn that's, good. I think that's yeah, a it Showtime. is. Yeah, that it one's is. worthwhile. That is a showtime, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. And, okay. it's, yeah. it's and uh, the one about the British show that comes to America. that Jeff, episodes. 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 I think that's also Showtime. Also an excellent show. Right. Yeah. So there's, there are some good no, ones. Yeah, but, there's, there's some really good shows but on that's, Showtime. You know, maybe let's, let's be real generous. Ten really good shows. I'm saying that's really generous. Okay. Yeah. So then fucking make that part of your service. Well, that's Don't, because they're already looking at making Showtime a separate streaming sure? service. No, I get it. It's just dumb. Well, that's HBO CBS, show. CBS, I think is a co-owner in Show-go. Hulu as well as Show-go. Warner Brothers, 
But CBS is trying to break out and do their own streaming service, which is you what the join. new Star Trek series yep. is going to be on. You should join the Jeff PR marketing team. Oh, well, I, I don't, 80s I, I'm Jeff too PR. positive. <laughs> go-go show. What's your go-go show? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Factor Indy. Oh, wait, no, no Mumra? No Mumra. Not this week. Didn't we say some? We said it's coming. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what that. Andy says so, so when he's that. doing his handling. Fact checked, Andy. It, it all comes down to what time we have. <laughs> we have time. Cut off by no, Paul. We, no, we don't. <laughs> I love it. With Paul. We have time. <laughs> I have time. Mr. Producer. You, you have time. Guy who's making this. Shots, uh, see you next week at Geek. <laughs> Chris guys going to call this the Andy show and give Paul shit for covering what, me up. What? I want to say the Raid Redemption. I got the Blu-ray. I listened to the director's commentary. What happened? Great, great director's commentary. Aspiring filmmakers, especially people who want to make action movies. And Wait, you, the you, sequel. That's the original. No, no, that's the original. Oh, the original one is great. Yeah, the original. And... The director's commentary, he talks about all their little shortcuts. He talks about the various things they did for their action scenes. Any aspiring filmmaker, listen to that. It, it's, it's great stuff, and, and you're sure to benefit from it. And that's it, a wonderful it, movie. It is. It is truly. It, it's just great. That's a good, good flick. Um, um, also, the, the sequel I did not like. On Netflix, Anthony Jeselnik, the comedian, had a uh, special, Thoughts and Prayers. It's Jeselnik. Jeselnik? All right. It's, yeah. Anthony Chiseldick had <laughs> thoughts and prayers. All right, Sapansky. And, and it, uh, oh, 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 thanks, Gunther. Thank you, Gunther. Is that the Fred Wasserman? Thank you, Gunther. That's on that geek. He, um, what he, he has a bit in there that actually is very relevant to what happened this week and regarding the, the whole thoughts and prayers thing. And I would say watch his show if you haven't oh good because I, I like good stand-up so i always like to get the he suggestions is, he is interesting weird he has a very kind of he has an interesting weird delivery <laughs> mm. but okay. i definitely like that uh, show. paul's gonna take us out with a joke well i had there was a couple that i got from that special uh what is funny and has eight legs what's that a clown <laughs> <laughs> that might be my new favorite why is seven afraid of six? Oh shit because six eat eight yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a good, good one. Good night, everybody. Here's a good one. Go out with me. Okay. You're dumped. <laughs> the 80s Jeff's knock, knock. Ho's there. It is me. You have no idea. Wait. Knock, knock. Ho's there. It is me. It is who now? It me. What? <laughs> what am I here for? Mm, I forgot. Well, go away because I'm going to the shop. Can I come? No. I will be not annoying. <laughs> Why is it wrong to be friends with a fish? Oh, boy. They are poopy. What has long hair and is white? <laughs> a vampire. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Mummy? Mummy who? Daddy. Is this website ever end? What do you say when nope. something can't fly? It's something Paul reads. Of course it never ends. Can it fly yet? 
This is the bit that never ends. <laughs> it just ah, goes on, on here, and on again. again. You said, but uh, but then but then we hit these fucking pieces Go, of gold. G- give me the nugget. Oh, oh, give oh. me the nugget. I haven't had a gold one yet. There. <laughs> what did the man do with time? Wasted it. Oh yeah. Like why did the hen run now? away from the farm? <laughs> <laughs> because it did not belong there. <laughs> Who is the disgusting boy band? The Beatles. <laughs> oh! Why boss. did the chicken cross the road? Millennium Slam. To get her TV, eggs, feet, bananas, brides, grooms, and earth. Perfect. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, why? Oh, God damn What it. does a friendly neighbor do to you? Oh, One, buy you a PlayStation 4. That's Two, he doesn't care when you're stealing. Three, he gave you his credit card. Four, he's kind, but he got nothing now. <laughs> When do babies go to college? When they're smart. What do you call this out? What do you call a banana with no eyes? He turned it off hours ago. Knock knock. Who there? Alice. Alice who? It is Monday. Go to school. (laughs) What comes up but never comes down? A pineapple. How does a creature do tricks? Because it has a life of its own. What do you a unicorn that goes to work? (laughs) A wimp. What did the snack eat for supper? Dog food. What is brown and goes to the park? A monkey. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Spider-Man. Spider-Man who? Spider-Man powers. Joe had 27 people on the bus at station. 110 people got off and 13 got on at station two. Three, two, one people got on and 56 got off. How many people are on the bus? 296. <laughs> what? What is 765,874 plus 5,774,899? Buckle in, folks. Those are on a loop. P.S. Nerds know. If I rub my feet against the carpet for a while and then touch his phone, do you think I can short it out? Knock, knock. Who's Key there? Christmas tree. Christmas tree who? Your best friend. What is a pig with a fork? A poo-poo. A guy was at a shop. He bought some lobsters and said to the man, Ah, it is a crab. And the other man said, That's not a crab. It's an orange pencil. <laughs>